Welcome back to the Film Realcast, where we are actually not doing a film, so I don't know why we call the Film Realcast for today. However, we will be talking about movies, no review. We'll be looking at the Day Shift trailer. We'll be looking at Marvel. I think my big question is, has have we had the Thanos click the fingers already? Is Marvel over? Is it in decline? And much, much more. Hey, guys. Well done. Hi. Hello. Oh, thank you. That was really good, mate. It's almost as if... I know you haven't written it down because that involves organisation, no. but it's almost as if you wrote that down and you knew what you were doing. Oh, thank you. I'm getting better. Yeah. I'd say that. that was brilliant. Oh, thank you. Definitely. Thank you very much. Oh, just a quick question to Graham. You used to be on the podcast Who Got Married um, last weekend. So. Who got married yeah. last weekend? Graham. Oh, he did, didn't he? He did, yeah. Yeah. But oh, not to the, but to the to the nice one, not the other one. Yeah, to so, the lovely one. Yeah, do you, so, remember, um, do you remember the one he was going out with? And he, yeah, yeah, dramas. Yeah, oh my gosh, I know that. There's more drama. Yeah, and yeah, uh, that's shocking. Well done, Graham. Yeah, and yeah, it all worked out well. And yeah, you got married. So congratulations to both of you on your wedding. I hope it's really, really good. So. She and she seems lovely. What I know of her. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, just from what I've seen, he's punching. So. Definitely, definitely. That's it. That's it. Stuart is a uh, build you up and bring you back down. <laughs> he is. She's a lovely girl. So uh, yeah, it's, clearly must have told her that he's rich. Yes. So, exactly. Exactly. If you're still doing the same job we are, you're never going to be rich. So. Well, but, no, no. So yeah. So um, we're going to be just as you said, Jay. It's just going to be a general chat just rather than go through we're going to do whiplash we still will do that at some point but there's so much going on and everyone's feeling the pinch through all these inflation of bills and everything fuel and shit like that that you really are being careful of what you're going to watch and what platform you're going to watch it on so but we're going to kick off with the trailer which is only two minutes so if you're on your phone if you're on a pc if you're at work and you just think work is a load of crap Put on a day shift trailer of Jamie Foxx. Um, it's the official uh, Netflix one. And we're going to just watch that and then talk about this because it's got links to films that I really like that you two guys hate. And uh, that's it. So here we go. Is it the two minutes, 52 second trailer? It is indeed. Okay, I've got it now. I've got it up on YouTube. Do, do we like press it at the same time or? Uh, you can press it whenever you want. You always press my button every time you talk to me. So. Oh, thank you. That you big flat. Absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> you, you stroke my man in the boat too. But this is Jamie Foxx, Dave Franco, Snoop Dogg. And this is Jamie Foxx is a vampire hunter. He's a pool cleaner during the day. Oh, uh, hunts oh my God, that's never well. new. That sounds really cool. I'm watching it yeah. now. Vampire Hunter. Yeah. I have to show Michelle this because she's she, she likes all those vampire and it, films. And it looks really good from what they show in the trailer when he goes and shoots that old woman who's a vampire with a shotgun. It looks really, really good. The action looks good. Oh, my it? God. Yeah. That is savage. The action definitely looks good. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's quite refreshing. It's not zombies for once. That's what I instantly liked about it. Yep. Yeah, definitely. And then it, and it did make me laugh when it's got from the fucking people who did John Wick. <laughs> God, you were doing so well. <laughs> now it's going to get hated. No, it looks, it, it looks awesome. So far, it looks really good. It looks like it's going to be a real sort of slapstick, funny, with lots of gore and violence. So, um, yeah, 
Unfortunately, it probably will be rubbish. But the trailer Do you makes think it so? look very good. Yeah. Oh, I think Jamie Hawks in. I hope not. I have been fooled before, though, because was it last year? I think in 2021. Um, the uh, with Batista in that zombie film. Yeah. The, the trailer looked amazing. I still enjoyed it, but it wasn't. Oh, I know dead. for a fact it flopped. Yeah, I know a lot of people didn't like it. I really liked that. I, I thought it was good fun. I think a lot of people yeah. took it proper serious, but <laughs> I think this looks good. I think Jamie Foxx is really, really good, and he's done a lot of shit lately. I mean, the last thing for me he did good was Collateral with uh, the amazing. Oh, blimey, that was Tom a long Cruise. time ago. Uh, oh, and um, he did obviously Django Unchained, which was reviewed as well. We're, yeah, Featuring that got mixed reviews. I did like, again. That is a long time ago, Django. Yeah, that's an old film now. When but this looks just so much fun, and it's done by Scott Adkins and um, Chad Stowski, who obviously worked on John Wick Four, and well, Stowski worked on all the Wicks. So I think the action isn't going to be an issue. It's going to be no. the story if they can no. hold it together, and the chemistry between Dave Franco and Jamie Fox, which from what you see on the trailer looks pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does. I think as soon as I saw Snoop Dogg with a, a minigun, I was in, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, that <laughs> looks great. That looks yeah, really good. I was all in. 12th of August, that's out. And the budget for that film is fucking huge. And is it? Yeah, it's pretty... Well, when you look at the Oscar-winning actor, um, Jamie Foxx, I mean, it's uh, quite a big budget. I haven't got it in front of me now, how much it actually was, but... Uh, you say Oscar-winning, though, but I'm going to say... And I throw it out there, but maybe a bit, you know, he's not worth as much today as he was 10 years ago for a film. No, no, there's a lot of people like that. Is that, that harsh? Or... No, no, that's no, that's true. So. That's yeah, absolutely true. So. But when you think, I mean, this will, that looks really good. And I know what, what I do like to do is I think that will get a thumbs up from me. I think we'll be talking, are we talking about that pretty positive? I'm I hoping think we should review that when it comes out. Oh, I think very, yeah, very rarely, if we can watch it in the week of, or the week after, very rarely will we actually have, be lucky enough to all have access to a film without going to the cinema, a new film, and review it within the first couple of weeks, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, there you go. I mean, the special effects look really, really good. They do look absolutely superb. It's, so uh, it's got a lot of promise, isn't it? It has. Yeah. It? I think the thing is, I'm, I've been fooled, and we've said this before, I've been fooled by trailers too many times where they put loads of good bits in it and you actually watch the film and it doesn't flow and it's all a bit shit and it's just held together by sort of sick deaths and yeah. and stuff like that. And the comedy isn't always as funny as it looks like it's going to be. So I'm holding out hope that it will be good. But yeah. I'm holding also that thing of it's probably going to be a pile of poo. But I, I, hope not. Like that. I, I, think, hope not. I think good. I mean, the story is that he's a pool cleaner and to earn money for his daughter and for his family, he hunts vampires during the day. So and it looks like there's kind of an office where he goes and collects bounties on different vampires. So the story's there. It just hmm. depends on. A lot of things like the chemistry mm. and the writing. It's going to be special effects look good. It's going to be very writing dependent, I think. But it looks like Jamie Foxx is having fun. I mean, Dave Franco, I think he's quite good fun. Snoop, you know what you're getting. So yeah. <laughs> it, it's uh, you're never going to get an Oscar winner. But it looks, yeah, it looks good. But that takes us on to 
what we're talking about, really, mm. streaming platforms um, and like Disney and things like that. And we can start off, and you mentioned it, Disney linking on to Marvel, of the, the kind of... I'm personally fatigued at superheroes stories, origin stories at the moment. I, I don't know where you guys are. It's, well, it's, go on, Jay. Sorry. <laughs> yes and no. Yes, I am. But then you have something like The Boys that does it completely differently from a completely different angle, and I love it. Because it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Yeah, but that's but, anti-hero, isn't it? In a sense. Yeah. It's it's the whole thing on its head, which then it's refreshing because of the fact that it's it is superheroes, but it's ultra violent and completely the opposite of everything well, else they do. So that's why we like it, I think. Okay, but did you guys like the Spider-Man film, the most recent? I really, I really enjoyed it. Yes, it was, yeah, right. definitely. It was okay. Um, I would say it was brilliant, but it was all no, right. And I think, yeah, I know what you mean. It's almost like the superhero genre is almost done to death and it's been milked so much. But I still feel that if they have a, if they bring out a solid film, I'll still really enjoy it. But it almost seems like they've kind of run out of ideas, and they kind of have have this, um, what, what, what do you call it? In cooking instructions, ingredient. They've got these ingredients that they know mm. are successful, but they haven't changed the ingredients up. But what makes a Marvel film, uh, for example, being being the worst the worst people, and they just keep on it's rinse and repeat. And there doesn't seem to be any any fresh ideas coming in to the point where I, I I will always say this after Endgame, I think they should have stopped it and we should have had a massive break. Personally, but that's me because I thought that was, that was the best way to stop that franchise. As in, do you know, what, I honestly, honestly thought that's what they were going to do, and then they started just churning out everything else. No. And I think I think that's you know I've watched most of it. But I haven't rushed to watch it. If you no. know what I mean. Because I mean, I mean, yeah. I'm it not as invested be... in it now. No, because if you remember, a Marvel film used to be an event. Everyone used to go to it. Everyone was talking about it. Everyone was excited to see it. But after Endgame, well, uh, to be fair, after Endgame, other than the Spider-Man film, it doesn't feel like an event, and I've not been compelled to watch it at the cinema, even rent it on Amazon Prime when it comes out. I've not been compelled to do that. I don't know about you two. I think the only one I've been to see at the cinema was um, uh, what's his face, um, Doctor Strange. Okay, that, that's the only one I've seen at the cinema since the new stuff's come out. Oh really? Yeah, that's the oh, only okay. one. Because I've just, I don't know, Spider Man. I would have done. I just didn't get the opportunity to. But there yeah. again, I didn't make the opportunity. If you see what I mean. Yeah. Um, I will go and see Thor. I will make that happen. I'm going to try and go and see that next week. But looking at the other stuff coming out, I can guarantee I won't. Apart from maybe Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, I, I, I'm just. Well, I'll go. I do go and see it at the cinema. I go to the cinema every week. Um, mm. But I found I, I enjoyed um, Love and Thunder. It's it's a comedy. Sometimes it's too comedic. That's that's the issue I had with it. Um, it's almost as if they they found um, like Chris Hemsworth his niche, which which is his comedic one-liners. And uh, after a while, it got too much. Even from um, Korg, it got too much sometimes. 
And it, oh, but yeah. it dealt, but it was a good film, and it dealt with cancer really well, and it dealt with certain issues pretty well. But it's, I was so kind of excited, and the hype, and, and the films were brilliant. Building up to Endgame, it was incredible. It yeah. really, really was. I, I have never gone through so many films and such a journey in anything, and I was just buzzing and. And I think you're only as good as your last film, and that's the trouble. And Endgame, to me, was how on earth did the Russo brothers manage to put all of these characters in, everyone do something, and it was just spectacular. And the fallout now, uh, it just doesn't live up to it to me. Uh, Tony Stark is gone, and Black Widow's Mm. gone, and Steve Rogers is gone, and the characters who were brilliant are either gone or they're too old. And I, I'm just, I'm struggling to to be invested in what's happening. Like, I am Groot. I'm not interested in I am Groot. I'm, in August, that's meant to be She-Hulk. I'm intrigued about that. And that, that could be pretty good. But Black Panther, sadly, since Chadwick Boseman died, I'm concerned about what they're going to do. Yeah. And, and I'm not fussed about that. The Marvels... Uh, Echo, Ironheart, Secret Invasion. I mean, it just... It it doesn't float my boat. And even Miss Marvel. I've not watched it yet because I was so let down by Moon Knight that I I kind of... I I don't want to invest the time. And there's other things that I watched Obi-Wan Kenobi. That was was alright. That was pretty decent. But I'm kind of losing faith in everything. And the fact that everything is kind of relevant and it's all linked together that you feel god i have to kind of it's a labor of love to have to watch all of these because maybe it'll mean something down the line with young avengers or something i don't know are they scraping the are they scraping the barrel of superheroes though now in terms of getting desperate or is that it's is it because disney have bought it yeah of course they want to make a profit. And basically, they, they have to make a profit on Disney Plus, don't they? Yeah. yeah. Well, they've had they've made an absolute they've spent an absolute fortune, haven't they? Grabbing Marvel, and mm. now they've got to make money out of it. So, like they have with Star Wars, they bought Star Wars, and unfortunately, most of what they brought out has been tripe. Yeah, and the films definitely. Yeah, yeah but even some of the series have been crap as well. You know, other than The Mandalorian, the other ones, I mean, I haven't seen Kenobi yet, so I won't turn around and say that, but the other ones, they were, they were trash. They are, I mean, yeah, because I think even at work, everyone spoke about The Mandalorian, saying how good it was, season one and two, mm. but no one, I think a couple have mentioned Obi-Wan a few episodes, but that's it, there's been no talk about it at all. Yeah, yeah. I enjoyed yeah. it. I thought it was a really good performance by Ewan McGregor. I need yeah. to see how it links in with Star Wars because some of the things that they kind of drop doesn't make sense in Star Wars that they're not mentioned. And, oh no. But, but I, I enjoyed it. I, I really enjoyed it. I thought you were really good. And yeah, it was nice to have the, the traditional score back in with Star Wars with Darth Vader. And I, I thought it was good, but I'm not a Star Wars kind of, geek where i'll criticize and analyze every single fact but if you're no. putting a film out there you have to be accurate the, and the, oh, yeah. princess lee is in it 
and she knows Obi-Wan Kenobi, but for, I need to go back and watch the original Star Wars now to see how, if there's any conversation or any recognition, because between Obi-Wan Kenobi and Princess Leia, because they're... Well, just... she knew of him, didn't she? Help me, everyone. The message was... Yes, that's yeah. 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 But yeah. The, the problem is, you're, you're kind of right, Stu, in the sense that, all right, you're not a super fan of it, and that, that's absolutely fine, but there are millions, if if not more, multi-millions of people. There's even people call it a religion, you know, mm. and stuff. And if, you, if you're going to take something with that much of, you know, that means so much to people, you have to make it accurate. You have yeah. to make it proper. You know, I'm not one of those people, but you can understand why so many people get upset about it because yeah. you're not get, you're not doing it justice. And you're basically like they do with everything now, and Mar- this includes Marvel, they're just milking it dry because they want to make their money back and a profit. Yeah, I think for me, if Marvel went darker, when you think, coming out uh, 22, 23, you've got Blade, you've got Nova Corps. I mean, uh, who's interested? Who gives a shit about the Nova Corp, you know? Don't even know what that is. It's fr- it's um in the Guardians of the Galaxy you had the Nova Corp oh, in it? um yeah in there, but um you had the but Blade Wesley Snipes really dark. This is their chance. This is Disney's chance to do an R-rated film. They won't do it. Uh, it just it's boring. They're gonna do. I know they're gonna do a soft shit kiddie film of Blade. When I want to, I don't know. I could be talking out my ass, but I want a dark gritty film well uh, let's see what they do with deadpool as well man yeah maybe there's meant to be a third deadpool that could be the test as well if that comes out before blade i don't well, know there's talk in june 23 of x-force and deadpool oh that'd be funny so I, I don't know but as you say it's gonna be the litmus paper will be i suppose before that with blade of what they're gonna do but you've got stuff like excalibur um <laughs> i mean Fantastic Four, Warlock, Adam Warlock, I suppose that's going to be. And it's Avengers Secret Invasion. I don't know at the moment. I've lost, I kind of lost faith a little bit because beforehand it was all the build up. You knew it was all the, the, um, yeah, but the, the big Infinity issue. Stones that they were going for and you knew it was all linked together. And, but it but was now, all planned. That's the important thing. They knew what they were doing. It was all planned. And now it seems they're shooting into the wind. Hoping. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I, I like these little shows they do. I mean, Hawkeye, that was really good. I mean, yeah. me and Neil did the whole series of that. And that was refreshing because you kind of go into it thinking, I want Jeremy Renner to really be given some justice and have a good yeah. go. And it was good, wasn't it? That was fantastic, to be fair. You know, uh, I know you really liked WandaVision. I, mm. I, I thought it was all right. I didn't think it was anything special and you didn't particularly like Loki, but I, I found it quite good. So they've sort of been hit and miss. If you go mm. around it, in essence, we've probably thought two out of three are all right. And one's really good. Or one you wouldn't touch again. You know, like you wouldn't touch Loki, would you probably you wouldn't watch it again? No, and I've I not revisited. No, no. And I wouldn't watch Wonder Vision again because I've watched it and I was just like, you know, I get it, but it just didn't really mean anything to me. I didn't think it was that good. But so why have they done it so wrong? Because if you remember when Netflix 
had the Marvel franchise in terms of doing TV shows. I mean, they ended up doing, you know, Deadpool really, you know, really, really well. The Punisher really, really well. Because yeah, Daredevil they, really good. Yeah, really dark. because because they don't kidify it. They don't do it uh, just to appease everybody. They do it because it's dark, isn't it? It's hard hitting. It's hard action. It's not. It doesn't take any prisoners in a sense. No, that's what true. you want from these characters. Like you said with Blade, the original Blade films were like fifteen, eighteens because of the amount of gore and swearing and the dark side of it. All right, they did go downhill by the third one. Hmm. Don't get me wrong, but you know it was refreshing and new. Yeah, the first two were brilliant. Yeah, the first two were brilliant. The third one was awful, and I have to call out Ryan, Ryan Reynolds. He was awful in that film. It was crap. But yeah, he, he was playing Deadpool Light in that film, and I don't think it was. No, it wasn't this fault, was it? Um, no. But uh, that's the thing. Netflix, you get these things from Netflix, don't you? They don't. They know what people want in a sense. Yeah. Whereas Disney just want to make money. And if you kid about something, you just make more money because more people can watch it. Yeah, but, but you do say that. But, but Netflix, I mean, I mean, breaking or not, well, quite not breaking news, but today um, it was announced that Netflix has lost nearly a million, million subscribers. In, yeah, Netflix, I've yeah. got that written down. Netflix yeah. lost one million subscribers in three months. Yeah. Three, oh, three months, you? Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well yeah. done. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I just typed Netflix in and that's the first news story. Why do you think? I know people are going, oh, it's because of all their woke content. I don't. I mean, is it. Uh, why, why have they lost a million? That's a lot. I think people just cut back. I, I've yeah. stopped Sky. I mean, I've cancelled Sky and I cancelled Disney. We've only got Disney back because we've got a three months offer for nothing. Oh, so, yeah. see, I only got this is interesting. My kid was just kept saying he wanted it and I felt really guilty for getting rid of it. So I was yeah. like, well, I will. And then I'll revisit some of my favorite sort mm. of Marvel films and stuff like that and probably rewatch them like the mm-hmm. old stuff. And they've got the alien stuff on there and that. So it was like, okay, yeah, that'd be good to watch. I'd, I'd never get rid of Netflix because I think it's the best one out of all of them. Yeah, definitely. And it's, but it's interesting, as you say, that they've gone to Netflix to get, to get rid of that. And Talking about dropping, I mean, Thor um, dropped a massive 68% in week two um, from its earnings, earning 64 million, but it's still expected to surpass 500 million. So, I mean, that's dropped out. I mean, is that a reflection of the money or people feeling the pinch or it's just the quality of the film? It's the I mean, sheer volumes, Stu. I mean, we said it. How many times? Fucking out there. It's like every month there's another action movie, like superhero movie. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's boring. It, it, there's, you know, you can only, you know, the Marvel series was brilliant. Like you said, it led up every film linked into each other. It was really, really clever. And there weren't, there were only so many a year, like three, maybe. Exactly. I can't remember the beginning, a few a year. Exactly, yeah. but you know they all in, at the time when it first started, you didn't realise they all linked together. And the longer you went on, you was oh shit, yeah, okay, and it all interlinked, and it was brilliant. And mm. then it came to a lovely end with a lovely little bow on it, and it was like thanks, that was a wicked journey, thank you very much. And now they're just churning them out, and it's just I I don't actually care. I I will watch them if I think it might be quite good, but I'm not I'm not invested because it's just too much. So what are you so, saying? Oh, sorry, Karen. No, I was going to say, back of what Neil's just said then, that, again, looking around, there was talk today, and there's been um, 
more movement on the new Captain America 4 um, film, which yeah. is going to be directed by the Cloverfield Paradox guy, Julius Honor. Mm-hmm. Um, and it kind of made me think, well, who's excited about this now? And go back 10 years, or sorry, go back five years, would you be more excited then than you are now with yes. Chris Evans or Anthony Mackie? Anthony Mackie and is a very good actor, really good Falcon, and he's got great chemistry. And I, I don't think he's put in a shit performance in anything. And I think he gets a hard time like Jeremy Renner does with regards to how much he's on screen. But I'm just not buzzed about it. And that saddens me. That really saddens me. I, the thing is, I am interested in it because of how good the series was, which I know is kind of counter to what I said, but because of how good the Falcon and Winter Soldier series was, I'm interested to see where they're going to take the film and if it will carry on for how good the series was. But if it wasn't for how good the series was, I wouldn't be interested, no. Yeah, but he's not Captain America, is he? No, but that's it's the problem. I think, next and I think phase, that's the massive. Isn't it? Yes, yeah, it is. It is. The, it is the next phase, isn't it? But, <laughs> but uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. It's it. it uh, uh, okay. Imagine um, uh, Batman the trilogy, Dark Knight. Yeah, mm. it ends. Christian Bale's gone, and the guy who played Robin, you know, you find out at the end, he decides to become Batman. Would people watch it? Yes. Yeah. Would it be? I think, but would it be a massive hit like the first big Batman? No. And I think that's, and I don't think Disney can expect this to be a, a, a massive hit. It seems to be this is more of an experiment. They need to treat it as an experiment to see what people think about it. But I feel, yeah. I don't think I, I, they will treat it as an experiment. Though. They're just, they're just, they know people. Then it's destined to fail, still, isn't it? Well, it will eventually fail, but at the moment, well, there's still no, enough people. Yeah. No, there's nothing to, to watch, pay it, money to watch it. But I think it's destined to fail because Disney will be mm. Disney then and throw they'll throw so much money in marketing and if it doesn't make five hundred, six hundred, seven hundred million, even though it's a success, Disney will view that as a failure. If it that makes any sense, you, you know. Yeah. Oh they will. And I think five hundred million is a is pretty much of a failure considering how much Spider Man, uh one point nine billion or some exactly. some stupid amount like that. Five hundred million is Nothing, but you're right. What Neil said, I enjoyed when we did the reviews of um, Captain America or Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I enjoyed that. and But I, I'm just stuck in my ways of the fact that Chris Evans is Captain America and the way he left. It, I know, obviously, he, he wanted to be with um, Peggy, but I, I miss him. And I, I it's just not the same without him. But that's no reflection of Anthony Mackie it's just he's a, a good falcon and have another falcon and a winter soldier oh I completely agree Stu and it's a shame that they've got it was interesting way they did it within the series and I enjoyed it and I think we said at the end it's a shame that he had to take on that mantle and couldn't hmm. just carry on as you know the falcon but it'll be interesting to see what happens or is this just going to be a carry-on of I don't deserve to be Captain America and all that sort of shit. Oh, God. Yeah. You know, because that basically what was the series, wasn't it? You know, the underlying... As good as the series was, it was more his I don't deserve to be. And then he has the epiphany at the end that 
that I am good enough to be the captain. I gave that now. speech, which was god awful speech yes. to everyone. Which, apart from that, it was a brilliant series. But that speech yeah. at the end he gave to the public was yeah. shit awful. And list that podcast is on the queue. You can listen to that. It's on YouTube and um, on all good podcasting platforms. It's myself yeah. and Neil, and it, it's it's a real cheesy, corny message that's rammed oh. down your throats. Oh, isn't it? And it's just it's not necessary. And, and I worry. That's another thing. That That's a good point. Times are changing and everyone is more accepting of everyone else, which is the way life should be. If you're not hurting anyone else, crack on and just do it. But you kind of wonder also, are we kind of muddy in the waters with political messages that they're putting in superhero films, which I think they do because they have to be ex- accepted by all communities and judged as up to date and modern when it's only a superhero film and exactly. you can have whatever you want because it's I don't I think you have free license not to have that political message on a superhero film. And it's yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's quite apparent where you you have people of different genders and backgrounds and stuff like that and it, it is a political message they put in there, which wasn't in phase one, phase two, starts to become more apparent, phase four definitely apparent. And it's, it's, I don't know, it's just, it's going in a direction of, you can use this film as a platform to put a message across, when it's just a fucking superhero film. Let's just stop all this shit in real life and lose ourselves in these fantasy films. I can't disagree with you, mate. But, yeah, unfortunately, that is where we are. These, you know, companies will use, and this sounds harsh, but companies will use their platform to become more popular if they feel like they're, you know, yeah, but they're reaching you know, out to the masses. But they're not, though. They're not. They're reaching out to the vocal minority, I think. The Twitterati, yeah? yeah? I mean, just look at Twitter. The fact that Twitter's an echo chamber and full of bots anyway, that people think, people, a lot of people that live and die by Twitter think, oh, that's what everyone thinks, and it, and it really isn't. If you believe Twitter... Uh, Labour would have won the 2019 election by a landslide and it was ended up being quite the opposite. But that's what was trending on Twitter when you looked at all the polls. Um, and and and, uh, and I think they they do that. This And people don't want to be lectured to. They don't want to be spoken at, you, you know, political or otherwise in film. They watch yeah. superhero films to be entertained, maybe Escape. inspired in terms of I want to be the best of me like Captain America. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. They don't want to be spoken to. They don't want to say, you know, you suck because you, you think this or whatever, or, or you're this. Yeah. No, pe- people do not want that. And when you do get films like that, for example, West Side Story, I believe um, didn't have any, did not have any um, subtitles, did it? In for the for the uh, um, I think for the uh, for foreign language bit because allegedly there was there were rumours that. Um, People thought, oh, no, that's too privileged if you get subtitles. You don't know the language, oh, for example. Yeah, that was a story coming in. Look, a massive flop. So, <sighs> but, but, but when people, but when, <laughs> this is exactly what I'm talking about. But when, when that happens, it, it really is the get woke, get too woke, I think. Not, not woke, get too woke, go broke. Yeah. And I, and I think we're at, at this in 2022. I don't give a shit if it's a transgender superhero. I don't give a shit. No one cares, I think, if, it's, if they're gay, straight, whatever ethnicity. They just want a good superhero. Yeah. And they yeah. don't want it politicised. You know, I mean, 
you know, if you want to be the first Muslim superhero, that's great. But don't be like, I am the first Muslim superhero. I'm, and, and, but don't make it a political message. The fact that you're, the fact, yeah, just, just, it is because it is. You know, you didn't get Sigourney Weaver in Aliens or Sarah Connor going, I'm a woman, look at me, hear me roar. No, they were. They were really good characters and they were just badass because they were written that way. And it was yeah. really good escapism. You know, it, uh, yeah. and uh, it's not, it's not, it's not now. And the way they write a lot of women now is very, it's really, really boring. Best example recently is probably Ray from Skywalker, one of the most uninspiring Star Wars characters ever. It, yeah. yeah, yeah. I can't, the thing is, you're right. At the end of the day, if you want to watch a film about political or whatever movement or whatever, you know, I'm sure there are plenty of them out there that you can go and watch. Yep. Um, indie and otherwise. But yeah, if you're just going to, ram it down people's throat in right. you know absolutely big media like disney and what have you yeah you're right eventually it will people will get fed up with it won't they so yeah they will and that's true yeah. said i don't i think you know i think most the most people what will embrace want to embrace culture most people mm-hmm. do not have a problem with anyone's sexual orientation whatever gender they want to be but as i keep saying when it's shoved down your throat and it's almost made as part of the plot of the film yeah or part of the story story to point it and, and keep bleating it on and it's done that in the marketing and then if you don't you know and then and then they start having to go at the fans oh you don't like it because you're a racist or whatever the fans are like well no no i don't like it because it's a shit film and now you've got some of the stars mentioning the fact that i may be a racist because i don't like this film what the hell and you, you know and, and it's yeah no Stop trust yeah, some people have, some people have mentioned that i know the um miss well, marvel was like that there are a lot of people who didn't like miss marvel went because i've not seen it but said you don't like it because of it's a muslim yes. girl oh and, or, no. and um and it's it, it's but you do get that culture on social media where if you any film doesn't have to be miss marvel any film where if you speak negative against it yeah wow the backlash you get from people it, it, it's almost like it's not worth posting your opinion on social media but if you do you need to expect that you're yes. posting your views on a social platform where yeah, well, people it. will be extremely hostile towards you. So it's just not worth having an opinion. Talk to your mates. Uh, do a podcast. <laughs> <Don't like that>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But just, just, but just don't do that. I mean, yeah. it's weird because talking, keeping it on the superhero um, genre, but I was looking at Spider-Man No Way Home. Mm-hmm. apparently september in the us it's coming out in the uk and around europe at some point they're re-releasing spider-man no way um home and it's going to be called spider-man no way home um the more fun stuff version where there's 15 minutes extra scenes in there and okay. it's out in america and uh they reckon that that alone could get about nine hundred thousand dollars just out of that yeah. I mean, disney are just rinsing it and it's and you kind of think, and that's being released at the cinema. That they're not just smashing that on um, streaming platforms. I mean, it's it's just amazing how they can just smash these out. And but it, the Spider Man is good. I love Spider Man. I think he's fantastic. But I don't know. It it's that's taking the piss, mate. Yeah, I think that's <laughs> taking the piss as well. I think for fifteen minutes, it's I, it's I, like I, when you sit fifteen minutes at the end of Thor for the post credits because you know there's two and you watch one and think eh. then you watch the end one and think really i've sat and watched shit loads of credits for that yeah. and it's it's awful so oh. it, i'm not really 
I enjoyed the film. Don't get me wrong. No Way Home was really good, and I've not been let down by a Spider-Man film yet. But I'm, I'll see it because it won't cost anything. But if I was paying, there's no way I'd pay fifteen, seventeen quid, Hell. whatever it is, at my cinema no. for fifteen no. minutes extra. Hell. So the fact that they own a streaming platform, which they make God knows how much money off of, and yet they still go to the cinema with it. I, I think it could like, be though, Neil. Fuck it now. Because I think the Spider-Man film is a Sony and Disney collaboration, ah, isn't it? Right, that might right. be that might be why. That's I don't true, know. Actually. That's very true, Jay. Actually, that's very um, true. Yeah. Um, but they, Spi- yeah. Yeah. Spider-Man: Homeless, Spider-Man: Dark Rain. They're due to come out as well. So it's, it's just uh, just give it a break. I think yeah. that's what that's what made the Nolan trilogy so good. In the sense of yes, it would have been lovely, like going to over to Batman. It would have been great to see a fourth one with Matey Boy as Robin to see where that went. But only if obviously Christian Bale was still Batman. But because he decided to, no, I've had enough, and obviously Nolan's like, I've done what I wanted to do. They left it, yeah. but everyone was happy with that, weren't they? Yep. Yeah. And yeah, it was left, definitely. and it yeah. was brilliant. And then, but then they made Batfleck, and it was shit. And all the films around that and the Justice League, which, oh, my God, what was the point in that film? Especially the four hour <laughs> version of it. Jesus Christ. You know, yeah. What a way to ruin a franchise. Oh, isn't it? So sad. But then they do all that and then they just bring out another Batman, which is exactly the same as every other fucking Batman, just with a different different actor playing it. And I was just, I, you know, I watched that. I was like, what was the point? What was the point in that? Film? The latest Batman. Yeah. That was so dark, wasn't it? Wow. It was in many so ways, that was boring. Very dark. It was so yeah. boring. I was bored pretty much the entire time. Other than yeah. Colin Farrell being the penguin, penguin. and you not yeah, realising he, was, he was the penguin because of his, how much makeup he had on. And he was fairly oh good. It yeah, was shit. He, yeah, he was really good as a penguin. Do you know, talking about the Russo brothers, um, they've got together with Ryan Gosling. And Ryan Gosling, I mentioned again, with some other mm. news that coming out again on Netflix called The Grey Man, which is a 200 million budget. Wow. It's, and the trailer, look, if you go on um, at some point, anyone, go and look at The Grey Man. It's coming out again on Netflix. 200 million budget, Ryan Gosling. It looks absolutely fantastic. And they reckon it's that good. It's going to take take on um, a franchise very similar to James Bond. It trailer looks yeah. kick-ass. And it looks Ooh. really good. Um yeah, so if you check that out, that's coming out on Netflix as well, The Grey Man. That's something that we must review when that's out, because it, it does look really good. And, again, keeping on the subject of um, Ryan Gosling, that in the there's only photographs of it online at the moment, but when I saw it, I thought, shit, they're doing a Barbie film. Yes, they are, yeah. With, oh my um, God, Margot Robbie and Ryan yeah. Gosling as Ken. Yeah. And it's just what the fuck! I've seen photographs of yeah. them on um, on plot doing it, and it's just why, why, why? why? please? Who it's, gives a fuck? Why do who, who said the nation, the world wants a live action Barbie film? Where yeah. has Margot Robbie's career gone? The fact that they both agree to do something like this just goes to prove how desperate they are for money, clearly. But Ryan Gosling's good. I mean, he's doing good things, as I say. This franchise by the Russo brothers, the Grey Man. I mean, it, 
he's going places, but it's just that, fucking shit. Until we've seen it, mate, I, I I cannot unfortunately listen and believe anything that is said by the media that releases the film or anyone connected to the media because they're all being paid to say what they need to say. It's the Russo brothers, the isn't it? I, I'm, I've got faith. I, yeah. I, I've got faith with them. I Definitely. think that's great. But... However, there's always the chance that it's a pile of shit. Oh, there not is. Every, not everything they do is gold. Not everything anyone does <laughs> is gold. And just because it's got a 200 million budget, he's he's not that great, is he? No, but the film looks really good. It looks good, but this is the thing, and it's not. It's good to be excited, mate. And I love the fact that you're excited about stuff like this. But unfortunately, I've seen too many trailers and gone to the cinema, going, "Yes, this is going to be fucking brilliant," or or Netflix or, um, or whatever streaming platform. And I've sat there at the, at the end, or even not even at the end, and gone, "Oh my god, what is this pile of shit?" And it's because they show us what we want to see, and then it's. You know, how many times have we turned around and said, we watched the trailer, you've pretty much seen the entire film. Yeah. And you oh, actually yeah. sit and watch it and it isn't anything like that at all. I've got I've got faith. One thing I haven't got faith in is more rumours that I read about. I obviously had a really busy day at work today. Um, <laughs> is that everything that they're doing, we've run out of ideas, so let's rehash something. Indiana Jones, there is talk, very early days talk, that mm. Chris Pratt could take the uh, role of Indiana Jones. That wouldn't surprise me, because they'd do anything. It's fucking terrible. I oh, hope they I do. Love Chris Pratt. He's a great... Not, he's for, a great, not for Indiana Jones. He's a good bloke. When you listen to him and you see him, and you think he'd probably be a nice bloke to hang around and have a good pint and stuff. Yeah. And he's great in Guardians of the Galaxy, and he was good in the office and other stuff but i'm not being funny he's done a lot of terrible films yeah he has done a a, a lot of poo really okay in jurassic park um, no the films are terrible but i thought he did about as good as you could expect with the script but that that goes to prove what i'm saying he will do anything he will do anything for money he that's obviously true. enjoys being in front of the camera and he enjoys doing these things and that's absolutely fine but there's got to be a point where you turn around and say do you know what i've earned enough money now can i choose the good the films that are actually going to be good yeah no no you're right you're right but i think keanu reeves went through a period of doing silly films as well didn't he and he's quite pity um as much as much as i love him he, he's done a couple of mares He'll do anything, Keanu Reeves. He'll do yeah. stage, he'll do kind of theatre, yeah. he'll do any projects. I mean, it, it doesn't take, like, massive box office. I, I mean, John Wick was the first trilogy he's ever been involved in. So it's... Well, other, other than The Matrix. Oh, sorry, uh, uh, sorry, The Matrix, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Um, was the first uh, trilogy that he was really involved in. But, yeah, it, it's difficult. I mean, I love Park and Recreations. Chris Pratt's brilliant in that. Oh, that's that's so where, funny in that. Yeah, yep. that's... That's where he kind of got his name, and the Guardians, yeah, as you say, was good. It was, but it's just, yeah, his films are shit, and I, I don't want another Indiana Jones. No. I just, it's timeless. You can't do another Indiana Jones. It's all been done before. So only three anyway, isn't there? Because the fourth one should never exist. Oh god, yeah. yeah. Oh, that was a mistake, wasn't it? Well, that's but, the thing, though, isn't it? Is they bled it, they tried again. And it was awful. And it's like, okay, we've left it long enough. Let's try again. And no. just leave it alone. Leave it the fuck alone. 
you know it's like you wouldn't would you want it would you want them to redo back to the future oh god no you wouldn't would you no because it's a, a fucking classic you love it for what it is if they try bringing someone else in as um jay fox and bringing the professor back and stuff you wouldn't want it would you, you because you go this isn't what i wanted no, I think, you know, you're right. In terms of Chris Pratt with Indiana Jones, the only thing that might have a chance of working, I'm not for a second saying it will, would be a prequel, not a continuation, if that makes any sense. But, I, you know, like a young Indiana Jones thing. I know, I know they've done it. I don't even think, I don't even, I doubt even that will work, Neil. But my point being is, no. I think if there's anything that had a chance of working, it might be that. But I don't even know if, if, that's, if, if that's good. Do a new franchise. I mean, they they did it. I, I remember the first Mummy film. It's so silly with Brendan Fraser, but I really enjoyed it. And that was Indiana yeah. Jones esque, wasn't it? A bit more, a bit more slapstick than that. I mean, do something like that. Age now, he'd probably be the same age as when Indiana Jones did the first Indiana Jones film in 1986 yeah. or whenever that was. So, yeah, probably. Yeah, they, they've lost uh, the ability to do. Uh, yeah, yeah, you're right. A prequel. And it'd have to be a, a reboot of. Like a, a recall, I suppose they could a recall these days, yeah. but I don't know. Yeah. I mean, but you look, they got Samara Weaving signed up for Scream Six uh, off oh, the no. back of the success Why? of the last Scream film. So these people just have no shame that they will put it out, and they they would put a um, Indiana Jones out. I suppose they do the next What's generation it? of kids. God, I hope. It's not been announced yet, though, so because it's not on IMDb, so it's not been announced. Next thing that no, Chris Pratt's going to be in, he's going to be in the next Guardians Galaxy holiday special, and then he's the voice for Super Mario in the movie. Yeah, yeah that's and interesting. So that might be quite fun for kids and oh, yeah. nostalgia purposes, a bit like Sonic. That was actually quite a good film. Yeah, the Sonic was yeah. very, very good. And then he's going to be Garfield, and then... Cowboy Ninja Viking. See, Bill Murray um, is Garfield, you know? Yes. Bill Murray's oh, got that very yeah. dry, droll voice that yeah. suits Garfield, and yeah, I just, it's weird. But uh, another thing, they've got um, the trailers dropped in as well for the um, Halloween Ends, which comes out in October, which is part oh. of the uh, the free film. Um, and that's the last one. <laughs> uh, well, that is the last one. Yeah, it's, it's going to be a trilogy, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's going to be Laurie Strode again facing off against Michael Myers. But to be fair, I've, the last two, I really enjoyed them. I thought they were done really, really well. Uh, and so I, I'm I looking reviewed, forward to we, the we next one. We reviewed the first one, didn't we? We did. That was my I first remember. podcast with you guys. Yeah. yeah. We reviewed the, we reviewed the first one. And I really enjoyed that. I've not seen the second one. Oh. Um, so the second one's good. No. It's good fun. I liked it. I think it's got really good characters in and it links back to the original Halloween. Um, I mean, possibly when this one comes out, we'll um, do the second one. Yeah. And oh, yeah. Uh, really good idea. we'll just kind of, yeah, just do it back to back. <laughs> and what do you think about the rumours of Taron Egerton uh, touted to be the next Wolverine? Uh, I suppose they needed someone, didn't they? But he's quite a strange choice, isn't he? Mm. I think it's really weird. There's so many different people kind of going through he wants to be the next um no it's ryan gosling wants to he's do the next uh, what's that one that rav likes uh the guy on the bike what's he called ghost rider. Oh, ghost, rider. ghost rider yeah 
he's apparently Ryan Gosling is asking uh, when they do the next Ghost Rider film that he wants to be cast um, in the role that Nick Cage played, which is very interesting. But yeah, it's weird. There's nothing out or coming out now that really excites me that when I see the trailer, I think I want to be first in line to go and see that. So not even Avatar. Oh, God. <laughs> Definitely not Avatar. So if Avatar wins any Oscars, I'm going to be so pissed off. You know it will. I think... You know it will. I th- yeah. Well, you say that. I think Avatar won't be a flop, but it won't make as much money, I think, as people want it to make. That's what I'm thinking. That's what I'm thinking. No, I, I, and I mean by Oscars, it will win sort of visual effects Oscars and, and stuff like that, I think, like. CGI be, yeah. type stuff. It, I, I can't imagine it'll win Best Actor or, or stuff like that, but I imagine it will still clean up in sort of the other yeah. categories. I mean, I, I don't care because I'm not governed by what what, oh, God, no. like, what the Oscars do. I don't really know anyone who is, to be honest. But no, not anymore. Only the actors. And but yes, you kind of industry. Yeah, exactly. But you kind of think the films. Why don't they get if they have may have already a younger more modern, more diverse group of judges to people to talk about the film. So you get something like Endgame that will win various Oscars. You get something like Top Gun that will win Oscars, which would never win an Oscar. You'd never get Spider-Man winning an Oscar and Tom Holland, the best actor. I think the closest we got to that, Stu, is when Lord of the Rings, uh, Return of the King, the first film, won best film of the year and that was quite out there for the Oscars even at the time and that would have been what 2003 4 even he around, around then. one because he died and yep. to be honest that's only because he died and he should have won it yes absolutely it it anyway yeah exactly so it's just that's well, what you can really make a case for that me. film winning best best film as well yeah. couldn't you really that year oh without a doubt it was groundbreaking it still is a, a groundbreaking film but they just never win any Oscars, these superhero films, and the, the audience they get, the diversity they get, it's yeah, it's just really, really strange. But it's because I mean, the judges are up their own asses. It, it almost seems to be you have to once again make a statement in your film, have it about something, or be an actor that has to suddenly be really good looking and be ugly for the whole film, or so. Or, there's always some kind of thing in you know for it for it to be successful. It's almost like they can't admit that a film that the mass public like is the best film because it was the best film. They don't want to admit that. And I think it's, they're too up their own asses. That's what I think about the Oscars. I think they say that in extras, don't they? I think it's extras when Ricky Gervais or one of the, the stars they get on there says, look, you've got to play a disabled person. If you play a disabled <laughs> person, you're going to get an Oscar. And uh, I, I think it's like, I think Nick Leeson or, um, or Liam Neeson, sorry, says something very similar to that. And it's just so funny, and he's so it's so right that play someone disabled in like a, a real artsy film, and you're going to win an Oscar, and because that's just the way they were at some point. And it, it's great yep. that even these famous people highlight that fact. I'm sorry, I, I, and I think Tropic Thunder takes the piss out of it as well a bit, don't they? Yes, yeah, they yeah. Do. <laughs> I'm not going to say the line, but yeah, yeah, I know exactly what line you're talking yes. about. But... <laughs> no, definitely not. <laughs> So if you guys had to drop this one, well, Disney, Sky, Netflix, like Amazon Prime, uh, which would you drop first and Sky. last? Sky first all day. 
because I watch streaming more than anything. Yeah. Oh, see, I oh, yeah. And, I, unless I agree. you pay through the nose to have the movies and the sports, the I general the channels F1. on Sky. So I won't give it a Sky. Yeah, but without I, I, got, one, I, I wouldn't have Sky. If it wasn't for the F1, I you, wouldn't have Sky. You get it on Channel Four anyway. So yeah, it's not live, I, though. You know, it's not live. You, you do get live races on Channel Four. Uh, once a year, the British Grand Prix, and that's it. Trust me. Yeah, but I'm not being funny. With how fucking corrupt it is, I'm not that bothered anymore. That's a different podcast altogether, I'm sure. But no, I mean, yeah, Sky straight away, and I think probably the second one would be Disney. Um, and like I say, the only reason I really got it back was because of my son. Because he wanted to watch some stuff on there, and I just felt bad, like a bad father, for not having it. For me, I'm the same. I, it would probably be Sky. If you took away the F1, it, just for streaming purposes and, and films, probably Sky, and then and then and then and then Disney. But Amazon Prime. I like Amazon Prime because what they will have sometimes is really really niche films. You'll type in Kung Fu, for example, because you want a Kung Fu pick, and there's these films you've never even heard of. And some yeah. of them end up being quite good. It has a lot more choice, I think, than people give it credit for. And Amazon's not very good at advertising themselves no. in terms of the films, they, the, the stuff they do have on there, other than their. I mean, like, remember, you had the Jack Reacher on there. That was brilliant, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, they, they do. They've really improved. And I, I think they have to improve because of Netflix at the time, yeah. go back mm, kind of pre COVID. Netflix were just smashing it and they were getting all of these stars on board. Yep. I mean, it started off with Bright with mm. Will Smith and it's like, wow, these are now showing and you anyone can watch them. And then, then there's, you've got that Six Underground, which was shit with Ryan Reynolds, but they are getting these names. And Netflix, yeah, Jack Reacher was really good. And Netflix have just had Paramount Plus, um, which I've got at the moment on a three-week um, trial. And that's not bad, Paramount, because that's got um, all like the Mission Impossible films, uh, if you like them. It's got quite a lot of choice on there. So you could easily dump Sky, which I've dumped Sky to save myself 30 quid a month, and then have Paramount, which is seven quid. You could have another channel, which is seven quid. So there's so much more on offer. Yeah, but this is, but this is the problem, now. I think, also, Stu, is when this first was became big I and mean, even 10 years well maybe yeah about 10 years ago eight nine years ago you first had netflix then it was love film that became amazon amazon film or amazon prime and and there seem to be the two big ones in the uk now it's almost most like disney have taken a lot of their films away from netflix and amazon to start their own streaming channel you've got the paramount plus which will be taking films away um, Warner Brothers, uh, you know, but all these other streaming, and you end up with too many streaming. There's so much out there now that you can buy that there's only gonna, there's, there's only a couple of them are actually gonna survive. It's the stream wars almost, isn't it? Hmm. I completely agree. And I, I was saying about this the other day because obviously we mentioned this, and I had a conversation at home about it, and I figured out that I was actually spending more on streaming services than we did we do on Sky. Wow, there you go then. That says it all. That says it all, Neil. Then doesn't it? And when I look at it that way, I was like, "That's taking the absolute piss." And especially, mm-hmm. and this is what this is my massive, I fucking hate Amazon for this, is the fact that you pay a premium, like eighty quid a year or seven ninety nine a month, and you still have to purchase some of the films on there. 
it's just it's shit like that it's the same with sky though as well you go oh, can i have sky cinema yeah okay but you can only have a certain selection you still have to pay extra on top of what you're already paying it's like no i'm paying for your service give me the fucking films yeah that's really yeah. bad i agree and you get some old films yeah that you think i'll oh, go and watch that that's really good like we watched 28 days later the original yeah. on amazon me and the wife then i said to her there's another one 28 weeks Should we watch that and that we had to pay like seven quid, and I was like, well, oh my I'm not God, paying fuck that. that. No, fuck yeah, that. I was like, well, no way. that film's so old, why can't they just show that? Because yeah. Amazon are worth billions and billions, and that's why just, just show me it. And it, yeah, it's just ridiculous. But I think to a certain degree, it's got to get to a stage where you have like Fox, like MGM, um, like Paramount. And as you say, Netflix, and there's going to be so much competition that at some point it's got to be to our advantage where they either lower the price or mm-hmm. there is just nothing. Or you stream it for six months, have one, stream it for six months, have another one, <clears throat> and just keep dumping yeah. it. Yeah. And just keep moving on. And because Sky, really, I can't remember the last time that I watched anything that was Sky official. And I can watch it preview on BBC One or on the iPlayer, and it's just it's so much rubbish. There is no need for it anymore. I think streaming is the way forward, but it's got to work. You got to make it work for you, otherwise, yeah. as you say, you could end yeah. up spending fuckloads on streaming services. No, I think the the last must watch thing on Sky was probably uh, and, and well, not towards the end of maybe, but was Game of Thrones, and I think that's it. So yeah, I never but, watched that. But you can get that. You can watch that on Amazon. Yeah, yeah, and that—that's that, the thing. You—you you are right, Jay. But I think pe- the only reason people really have Sky anymore is for like sport, stupid Life. shit. That, well, if you're willing to pay for the crap coverage of sport that they do, yeah, well, yeah, and sometimes they, they, they will give you because if you've got broadband, they'll send you initially what is an 18 month contract on a good deal, and it's worth all that 18 months. But well, then it's very, very difficult, nearby impossible, to get a similar deal again unless you pay ridiculous prices. I think we had Sky Sports movies and broadband once, I think, um, on a um, Black Friday deal for about 50 quid yeah. a month, which wasn't too bad. But for broadband, Sky Sports and, um, and, and, and the movies, I thought, actually, that's not too bad. Well, it's um, not bad. But, but yeah, yeah, I've never been able to get that. Get, I pay like eighty over eighty pounds now. Yeah, for that. Yeah, of course. You, I'm not being funny though. Other than Formula One, do you watch mm-hmm. anything else really on the sports channels? Nope, I don't watch anything on the sports channels. I will occasionally watch a film, but it's kind of like I look at Netflix for it, can't find it. Look on Amazon, then look on Sky, and if it's on Sky, I watch it. It's almost like my third trip to try and find something. Or very rarely when they have this is a premiere that you can watch on Sky Cinema and not pay for it. I would occasionally watch it, but it's quite rare, if I'm honest, that I will, we will watch Sky. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's the thing. That's why I always generally go straight to Netflix for what yes. I want to watch, because I know I've paid my fifteen ninety nine a month or whatever it is because of the family package. And if it's on there, it's there for me to watch. I don't have to worry about renting it on there or buying it or whatever. It's there. It's there. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. If it's not, oh, well, never mind. And the only reason I've kept Amazon is because I paid for it up front in January. So I don't pay for it a month. So very much like I've done with Disney. So you almost can't say it's free, but you get two months worth for more, if you like, 
Um, so it sort of makes sense. If I didn't, and I didn't love the boys, I would get rid of Amazon straight away. Yeah, but I've literally yeah. kept it because I've already paid for it, and the boys is fucking amazing. And you get sports, more sports on Amazon than you did before. But in America, you get like AMC and Peacock, where mm. uh, where you can actually see film, where you can pay to watch films that are currently out in the cinema. And we're kind of behind. We don't really have that, as far as I know, in this country where you can actually watch a film no. which is actually out of the cinema. So they do that's... release it on Disney now and again, don't they? Or Sky, but they charge yeah. you sixteen quid for the privilege. Yeah, and that, that, yeah, that's well, ridiculous. That, that isn't didn't it? last long, did it? When that happened, because no. there was Jesus, there was so much contra- controversy. But I'd like to. You get that cinema experience, and some films are made for the cinema. Well, um, yeah. Like, yeah, like top, yeah, hundred percent, and like all the Marvel films, really, they're they're all made for the cinema, and it, you do lose that experience. But we are behind in this country, I think, of what we can watch, and unless you have like a limitless card or something that you make it work for you, then it is expensive night out. I mean, it's fifteen, or it depends which cinema you go to. My one's fifteen quid for an no, adult. One's- I've got a view on the down down by the seafront in uh, Paynton, which is about seven minutes drive from me, and it's five quid. That's brilliant. Yeah, that's mine's, that is, mine's six pound ninety nine or six pound. Oh, that's not too bad. Yeah, and that's bad. just yeah. up the road from me, and all right, it's nothing. It's no Odeon or whatever, but it's it's got everything you need. The only thing I won't do is ever buy food there because that is. No. As I've previously said on that's the podcast, that's mental, isn't it? It's fucking ridiculous. It's, Mine's fifteen quid, and both yeah, of yours. It's just yeah, it's it's whole so family. Yeah, yeah. I take my whole family for twenty quid. Yeah, it's crazy. Me and my son go to cinema to watch something. It cost me fourteen quid for the pleasure. So I take my and whole family it. for sixty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you say that's true. But because you've got that pass, despite it being sixteen quid, even if it was five pounds ago, I think I feel that you use that cinema so much per month that you still make your money back. In terms of how much enjoyment See, you get out of it. Oh, you do, yeah, definitely. I did, but I don't now because every time I want to go, my family want to go, <laughs> and I pay for them. So I pay for my limitless, and then I pay for my family. So wow. technically, my limitless is costing me about sixty quid a month. Ouch! Ow! That's, Ouch. that's upsetting. I will definitely um, go and get a in September, end of September. I'm going to go and get myself a Cine World card. Yeah, because it's like ten pound a month, and you go as many times as you want. Oh, that, I, that's brilliant, isn't it? Especially like, I know we were all kids, but but you imagine like in fifteen years' time when we're all old men, grumpy or even grumpier than we are now, and you imagine like the kids can look after themselves. You think, oh, it's Friday, it's eleven o'clock. Yeah, I might as well go what eleven p.m. I'm not, I'm not going to get up tomorrow early. Are oh, you going to watch a film? <laughs> How awesome yeah. is that? And you can do that. Well, that's what I did yesterday. It was forty degrees. And there was nothing on TV. So I said to the missus, I'm going to go and sit in an air-conditioned cinema and watch a film. And I just drove down uh, the road and watched uh, <laughs> Top Gun. And just sat in a nice air-conditioned cinema with shorts on <laughs> watching a quality film. Nice. Don't blame you, mate. The thing uh, is, like you say, you've already paid for it. Yeah. You? And if you're going to be cool and enjoy yourself at the same time, fuck it. Exactly. And, you know, but if, if I had the... Because, you know, with the... The amount, we've already said it, the amount of rubbish that's coming out that you don't get excited about. Do I want to continuously spend £6.50 a week or seven quid a week to go mm. and see it on the off chance it might be good? Or do I pay £10 a month and go, go and see whatever I want and not have to worry about it? 
It's the yeah, way forward. Yeah. It probably is. Because then you probably watch films you wouldn't normally watch because yeah. of it. And then you think, oh, my God. And you probably discover quite a few gems you never thought you'd like. I think Stu's probably on that bandwagon. Mm. Yeah, 100%. I've seen some really weird films that, I mean, that Beverly Hill Cop that was out in June. I never saw oh. See that at the cinema nice. was just absolutely superb. And um, Psycho, I saw the original Psycho, oh, the theatrical cut. That was brilliant. And again, there was um, Everything Everywhere All at Once, which was a film that I wouldn't have seen. Again, look for the trailer. Really weird film. But um, I wouldn't have seen that and I wouldn't have paid for it. But it was a great film. When I went to my mum, we both really, really enjoyed it. And it it was a, again and the week the day before that actually i saw it was the 35th anniversary of robocop oh. again the original robocop at the cinema wow yeah so yeah it is good yeah. you can get it it's really really good and they are showing a lot more old school films um there's a market so. out there i think there's a much bigger market out there now for whatever reason than even a decade ago yeah yeah a lot of people will go and watch it had rainbow on the other month oh. the original oh, one so yeah. The thing is, with with being stuck indoors for almost two years with COVID, I think if you've got the chance to go and see something that you love on a big screen, you will. Oh won't yeah. You? Oh, oh right. Because, yeah. I, if George yeah. came in, I'll see it in a second. I mean, it's the experience. It's, it's the sitting in the dark room. It's the let's be honest, the massive screen. You know, the size of a double decker bus plus sometimes, mm. and it's the speakers as well. The surround yeah. sound. Yeah. It's just the the whole thing. It's it's absolutely fantastic. And there's nothing like I know sitting at the cinema. I think no matter how much you try and create the surround sound stuff at home, I don't think it's ever going to be the same as a cinema no. unless you're like a millionaire definitely and you actually have a cinema room. Yeah. You know, completely. Yeah. And we that definitely ain't that. No, 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 definitely no, not. No, I don't think this podcast will make us that either. No, um, definitely, definitely not. It's free for everybody. Um, exactly. But no, I mean, you're right. You'll never be able to replace that cinema no. experience and stuff it's like that. It's an experience. Yeah, Either on your it. own, with your friends, with the other half, with your kids, different experience every time, depending on who you go with. But it's yeah. that. Yeah, it, it is. Absolutely. Yeah. So cinema, thankfully, will... Well, hopefully, we'll never die, and streamers, no. streaming platforms, won't be able to take that away. But that is for the cinema to make it and continue to make it. I know, it but it, I know, but it's little things like, like you imagine. I know, you, I know, Stu, you, you go with your son. I, I go with my daughter, mm. um, and you talk about what you think about the film is going to be, and you watch it together, and you experience it, especially for the first time together. And I love sometimes love that journey back in the car. You know, yeah. you know where you, t- where you, yeah, where you talk about the film and what it was like and your favourite bits and Definitely. and stuff. And it's uh, yeah, and you're only going to get that conversation once ever because you're only going to both watch it once that first time, and it's such a nice experience. Definitely, yeah, I, I can, yeah, exactly. You hit the nail on the head. Really, um, Captain America catching Mjolnir. Me and like oh, Samuel, yes. my smallest, looked at each other, jaws on the floor. We still talk <laughs> yep. about it now. <laughs> yes. And it's just those moments you can't cinema, get anywhere yeah. else. I know. Yeah, we all cheered. Everyone cheered in the cinema when that happened. Yeah, it's, oh, that there. Yeah, it is incredible, isn't it? So it's a yeah. Hopefully, the cinema will be something that's always around because it's just brilliant, just like this podcast. So definitely. Well, yes. I am done moaning and chatting. I don't know about you guys. If you've got yeah. anything else to to offer up whatsoever. Oh. Um, about four other things to talk about, but whatever. No, I, oh, I, <laughs> I, did, I, I tell you what, I did have one thought. Um, Go for it. 
uh, it's, it's about a future episode, and this is a, probably a next year some point. I think next year, it's 10 years we've been doing this, haven't we, in total? Since 2014, yeah. Yeah, so 2013, that'd be 14, yeah, that'd be 10 years. What I was going to suggest, Neil and Stu, and whoever wants to come on that, we set a date for a, like, a 10 year anniversary, and I think we each have to tell each other our top 10 films going in order and rip each other's shit for it in a special episode or something like that, I think. Yeah. That'll be yeah. April, yeah, April 2014, we did American Wealth in London, our first okay. podcast. Yeah, I, I think our first episode in April, maybe then. It was literally just an idea I was thinking about, and I was thinking out loud that we, where we pick each of our top 10 films, go around the group, like, this is my number 10, this is my number 10. It'd be really interesting, yeah. and be honest about your order, to see what are your top 10 film, films, especially when we get to, like, the top five or the top three, you know, and, and, and whether anyone has anyone else is in the top 10. Or, or where they are. I just think it would make for a really interesting episode. That's all. I can, yeah. I can guarantee I can pick Stu's top 10 straight away. <laughs> <laughs> that would be, in, be interesting. Yeah, yeah. It'll just be Top Gun. Yeah. One to 10. It'd be, yeah, yeah, yeah. Comes close. It would be Top yeah. Gun. Top time director's cut. Producer's yeah. cut. <laughs> yeah. Chuck all the Mission Impossible films in there and that would do me. Yeah. 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 So. rubbing okay, one out cool. to Tom Cruise <laughs> about it. absolutely absolutely top gun well, eyes wide shut yeah that is it from this week's podcast I've really enjoyed it it's been really good just discussing about films yeah. and where we are you know it's just nice that we we discuss that we review a film every week and never really talk about anything else behind it so it's no. been really interesting it's been really enjoyable getting your thoughts I definitely yeah. think there should be a, at least a once a year thing we do something like this yeah, a little some steam, definitely. Yep. It's always good to do that. So, yeah, so we'll be back on track next week. I'm not too sure what we'll be doing, but we will have, hopefully, someone extra joining us as part of the team on the podcast. Um, yes, actually, we should do Whiplash. Because yeah, I, he's a bit of a musician himself, so it would be interesting to see his thoughts on it, actually. Yeah, I would be so, up for that because yeah. I love that film. So, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, we have our brand new member of the team next week. So I hope you've enjoyed this. We've, by the sounds of it, we all have. And um, you look after yourselves. And we'll be back next week for another episode of the Film Realcast. Thanks very much.